0: Dumelang Avusheni and hello, hi, Mzanzi. Nolutandu Ngakani here, and welcome back to Sisters Without Shame, a no holds barred podcast that is proudly brought to you by Health for Mzanzi. I'm here to walk with you through your shame as you seek answers to those scary questions you are too afraid to ask about in public. I've got you, baby, through all those uncertainties, achy bones, and your heart's woes. Shabuya! Zanzi, it's D Day Batu. Almost a million matriculants will finally know whether they have passed or failed their national senior certificate examinations. It just made me think back to almost 13 years ago when I was in their shoes. Your then waiting (laughs) will make you feel like you have actually failed. Luckily for me, I did make it. It also made me think, man, actually, that feeling or the fear of failure. Actually, it never really goes away. To help me and my lovely listeners actually feel better about our collective fear of failure, we are joined by KZN-based educational psychologist Sandile Khadebe. Sandile was inspired by his childhood trauma to heal young minds, and he's also a student counselor at the University of KwaZulu-Natal. Sandile, can you tell us what is the psychological impact of failing matric? How do you deal after failing matric?
1: Hi, Tando. The psychological impacts vary from one person to the next. There's no umbrella description as to how a person ought to experience failure or how they experience the after effects of failure, but it's subjective. How I respond to my failures won't be the same as the, the way in which Tando responds to her experiences of failure so we need to understand that whenever a person is in a state where they feel like they haven't accomplished something or they failed at something they will experience a sense of flight or freeze mode of which others would define it as a state of shock it Would say, oh i can't believe i just failed doing something particularly something that is regarded as a deal breaker or a breakthrough such as ometric you see So what it then does to a young person, particularly matriculants, because the majority of them are still teenagers, Remember that they are still developing and there's a lot of hormonal imbalances of which it makes their reaction to life's difficulties in general be motivated by emotions in general. So whatever it is that they experience, whether it's failure, disappointment, or anything like that, it'll always be amplified by their hormones. So, which means that their ability to reason or to regulate their thinking patterns or capacities is motivated by their emotional parts of their brains. What that means is that they will internalize or define failure based on how they have interpreted failure from their emotional reference. A person will start feeling that, okay, I failed, it means I'm not good enough, I'm a bad person, That type of thinking of which it would result in many of them or most of them experiencing depressive symptoms where a person will feel like they want to be alone as a result of maybe not meeting the societal expectations when i say society i'm including family as well Because you'll find that their family members or their caregivers also put pressure on them and saying things such as, You are the hope of the family, you need to enroll at university, of which that alone creates a psychological barrier should they feel that they have not met the expected, the societal expectations. And how does one deal with these after effects? Basically, for teenagers or people that are still developing and people in general, they need to feel that they have some form of support, that they're not alone, that everything will be fine, meaning that their feelings and emotions need to be validated every now and again. And for me as a professional, I believe that such things need to be given to people, especially matriculants, from the beginning of the year or from the start of the matric year. Not to say that we're only going to start supporting them when they have failed, but throughout their matric for instance, should they experience any difficulties perhaps during the course of the year? As a parent, you need to be there to validate that, okay, I can see that you are probably burnt out because of the societal pressures, maybe from family or friends or neighbors as well. But then, should it happen that you do not meet your expectations or other people's expectations, it's fine. There's always room for developments. And failure doesn't really mean that you failed, but it means that there's still room to try again. I always encourage people to get a firm supporting or support system or support structure, more especially if they have experienced failure.
0: So we grew up in an era where children would even go as far as killing themselves when they do not see their names in some newspaper. How do you move on from the grief of failure?
1: As I had explained before, that how failure impacts us, particularly for people who have written their metric results and it turns out that they have failed, how it affects them is subjective from one person to the other. However, when a person responds to failure, they respond, and some people respond in a similar manner as when they have lost a loved one. It sort of like takes the form of a grieving process. And just like grief, there is no manual, standard way of how one ought to grieve. It depends, it's subjective from one person to the next. As I've explained, that failing might result in a person experiencing depressive symptoms, where a person feels as if they want to be in isolation, they want to shut themselves out from the societal interactions, perhaps due to the fear of the unknown. As i had explained before, that most of these people are teenagers, and whatever it is, Their way of thinking and their behavior is motivated by emotions. So, as a result, I fully encourage support from family members, friends, and for them to be mindful of what it means to fail. good. yes, I have failed now, but then to me, what is a defining factor of failure? Does it mean that I've disappointed my family? Does it mean that I will no longer be able to achieve my goals? And what are the possible solutions to this? However, for a person who is currently experiencing that, it's very difficult to make that sort of reasoning because they over-catastrophize everything. That, okay, since I've now failed, it means that I'll never be anything in life. I'm a disappointment. How will the society look at me? All of those types of thinking will now result to a person wanting to not feel any of that. And not only for people who have failed, but suicide in general, whenever someone is suicidal, the intention is not necessarily to die, but their intention is to not feel, is to escape reality because many people affiliate death and, and sleep. So they'll believe that once I kill myself, I will have a sense of peace in my life. Whereas nobody really knows because once you've killed yourself, you can't come back and pick up from where you left off moving away from that it's seeking help from well-trained individuals like counselors psychologists and all of that because as much as you can have support from family as i explained in my previous vn or in my previous response to the first question that i always encourage that the support becomes part of the starting point of their matricia than to say they should get support right after they failed, because, as I've explained, it comes with disappointment, the disappointment to family, feelings of disappointment that they might experience from society, and in most cases, those feelings, they are self-driven, they're not directly coming from society, but they are thoughts, core beliefs about themselves, that just because they've heard so much encouragement, they've had so much encouragement from family, their family members speaking so well of them. So now they're thinking that, okay, I've disappointed all of these people. The only way I should just escape all of this is through suicide. Because at that point, when a person is faced with a depressive episode, they cannot, they're unable to see any positive in life. Hence, I always encourage that parents should start supporting their children from the onset of their education not only in matric but from their onset that they need to be realistic when they talk to their children that okay in life you're going to find hindrances. you might fall but it's important that you always get yourself up having that continuous support not support at the final stage of their grades if i could put it like that
0: it's the new year and some of the matrics who have made it to the next phase of their lives be headed to university and colleges throughout the country. New journeys are always filled with anxiety. How can a new student manage the anxiety of this new chapter? And maybe also share some tips for how parents can remain calm during this
1: transition. Before I respond to this question, I'd want to make a connection or clarify that the correlation between depression and anxiety as I have mentioned before, some people who have experienced failure would experience depressive symptoms such as isolating themselves, not eating, not sleeping well at night, and all of that as a result of a triggering event. Once a triggering event or a traumatic event where a person possibly somewhere in their lives they've failed or repeated a grade That becomes sort of like a traumatic incident that okay, they had these hopes and dreams of proceeding to the next grade and then as a result they failed. That becomes a shock. They experience a state of fight, freeze, or flight. So what that does to a person, it creates some sort of fixation or stagnation to that person's psyche within that aspect of their life. In this case, it would be the scholastic aspect that okay They'll always be cautious of how they perform in their grades. And whenever it's exam season, they might experience things such as panic attacks. Because of what had happened before, which is them failing their grade, they're now afraid of attempting or writing exams because they have that fear. So as a result of that past incident where they have failed, which is the trigger event or the traumatic incident, which I now regard as the focal point or predisposing the initial point of all of these experienced distortions, this will create a sense of stagnation in that person's aspects of their life. In a sense that when they now experience that stagnation, we regard that person as experiencing a depressive episode because they are now fixated within that aspect, which is in the past. And when I define depression or a depressive episode, it's when a person would be stuck in a moment that has passed and wanting to change the outcomes of that moment of which, unfortunately, they can't. And as a result, they fear going to the future or facing future outcomes. Therefore, it causes a distortion in their present moment that they cannot enjoy the present because they're stuck in the past, wanting or wishing that they could have changed it and again they are afraid to go and face the future of which that sense of fear are regarded as feelings of anxiety. So there is that correlation between depression and anxiety. One cannot exist without the other. I just wanted to clarify that. So what then happens to someone who has failed in the past and then now okay fortunately they've passed them a trick they are now embarking on this new journey of now starting their tertiary education, they would again fear. And there would be factors that that exacerbate that fear in a sense that maybe they might know someone who dropped out of university because they were not able to cope with the pressures that come with university life, or fear coming from social media, social platforms, social networks, where they've seen people failing their modules and actually getting excluded. And all of those things, they exacerbate that the anxiety component of wanting to explore that new chapter. What I always advise people or clients who often come to me with problems relating to adjusting to a university setting, I would firstly want to explore if they've ever encountered any feelings of failure. And if so, what was the cause and outcome of that? were they able to deal with that? Because with people who have anxiety, you find that they have experienced a traumatic event before, and as a result, they have this ongoing fear of trying new things, particularly pursuing tertiary education. So we cannot go forward and address that anxiety alone without actually going to the predisposing factor, that the initial starting point where they felt as if they were a failure. Because whenever someone experiences anxiety, it means that there is a distortion in their cognition that is somehow now became a frame of reference of their future endovers and everything like that. So I always use psychotherapy to tackle that. It's not something that anybody can do. It requires professional assistance. So I would strongly advise parents or for students when they do Enroll at literature institutions like university they often have student counselors who would guide students into adjusting into this new system that they're now going to enroll or be part of
0: and then the last question i don't think feeling like a failure ever stops do you have any tips for coping with failure
1: failure is part of life and i always use the term roadblock whenever me or my friends or my clients they do not succeed at their first attempt at trying something that does not mean that you failed completely it's just an indication that you need to go back and try harder it's like when you're building a muscle you do not build a muscle over one gym session you need to do it continuously in order for you to develop muscles same thing applies in life in general. Whenever you go in to learn something, you will not just. Well, for some things and for some people, they will be able to excel on the first attempt, but not in everything and every aspect of their lives. It's part and parcel of growing up. I always make the analogy of an infant who's learning to walk. That they don't just up and walk. They start by falling several times up until they're able to put one step in front of the other. It's not something that you are born with, but it's something that you are cultured into. That's something that you learn, and life is like that. In each and every aspect, we need to understand that there will be failures. There would be roadblocks, but then it doesn't mean that that's the end. You get up, just like a child, when they are attempting to walk, they wake up, Despite the pain that they felt when they fell, they pick themselves up and they continue walking up until they get it right. The same thing applies in life. I always make that analogy so that you can see that as much as we've grown physically, but growth never really ends. And growth is continuous. Take for an example, when you're learning how to drive a car, on the first attempt, you won't be able to master it. You need to I'll tend driving lessons in order for you to improve that skill. Same thing applies in life in general. You need to have that understanding that it's not every time that everything will go your way. Yes, sometimes things will have delays that will affect you psychologically. But always remember why you held on for so long. Persevere, because with each and every person, any successful person, they have encountered hindrances. They have encountered losses, they have encountered, they have lost things in the past which made them a better person. And sometimes you find that you failing at something, it's just allowing you to build character, to shape your personality, to understand. I always use myself as an example that I've had to lose people, I've had to fail at things in life, I've had to fail. Particular subjects, I've had to fail particular modules in order for me to understand when a student comes to me for counseling and then they're telling me that I've just failed a module. I had to go through that so that when someone comes to me and then they tell me that I'm faced with this, I'm able to understand so that based on how I handled it, I can guide them towards discovering their strength after their failures in life. Allowing them to see the collateral beauty. Because there's always collateral beauty in each and every loss and failure. Something positive always comes out of something that is perceived as negative.
0: Thank you for joining this week's episode of Sisters Without Shame, Sandile. For more on our chat on moving forward after failure, check out healthformzanzi.co.za. And dear friends, remember if you are in a medical or emotional bind or just looking for a shoulder to cry on, you can send an email to hello at healthformzanzi.co.za. Alternatively, you can hit us up on WhatsApp. Ooh, I don't blue tick, And our number is 063-633-0628. That's 063-633-0628. Atom, kids are going through the most, and they really do need your support. There is no manual or standard for how you are supposed to grieve or even deal with failure. They need guidance. Just like Sandile explained, the fear of failure or even failure can lead to a broad range of emotional and psychological problems, including shame, depression, anxiety, panic attacks, or low self-esteem support your kids mzanzi and that brings us to the end of episode 77 of sisters without shame proudly brought to you by healthful mzanzi from me lulu Nakani. have a great week and remember to show your girls some l-o-v-e by sharing this podcast with a friend